baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in Sports Talk 97.7, all new Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, John Tabor, the edge on a Tuesday as the caravan of death continues for college football (laughs) coaches across the country. Lots of guys eager to answer their phone. Lots of guys, yeah, not really so eager to answer the phone. Who will be the most creative way to get fired next? Will they have a Domino's delivery guy show up with a note inside on the pizza box? Did I mention they lost? Yeah, they, they lost. Yeah, that, um, yeah. In the third quarter, Anderson uh, went back to the sideline. He caught a touchdown. Uh, it was like a 50, 50-something yard pass uh, from McCown, from Josh McCown, and put the Jets up for the first time in the game looked into the Fox television camera and made a plea for voters to vote for him for the Pro Bowl, and he and even added please. Wow. Vote for me for me, 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 me. So all the millennials are saying, no, it's just he's having fun, he's too serious. And Chris Billman, who I absolutely identify with, how about we worry about outscoring somebody in the fourth quarter and you can focus on this game instead of campaigning for the Pro Bowl? Uh, let him try that first. In the end, the Jets were down. Uh, this is a kid that basically came from nowhere that to lead his team in scoring and receiving yards in one season. And uh, he's having a good little, the guy that wrote the article, he's having a little good self-nature promotion fun. No, dude, you're paid to win football games, not to try to promote yourself on a god-awful team to get to the Pro Bowl. And now your coaches have to cover, like the Jets don't have enough distractions already? Well, now let's. Let's be honest. We're, the Jets are better than we thought they were going to be at this point, winning four games. We thought they weren't. They still got six games left, and they've already won four games. But with attitudes like that, I mean, you know, who knows? But unfortunately, it's not just limited to Robbie Anderson. It's, uh, you, know, you know, Terry. I don't. I don't know what's. Uh, you know, obviously, there. I, I hear. I'm surprised we haven't gotten a text yet. That, you know, we we get off our lawn. We're we're just grumpy old men, and you know, we don't. We're stuck in the mud and we're traditionalists and we're just, you know, I don't know, God knows what else we are because we believe in respecting the game and giving it, you know, act like, as Bear Bryant once said, act like you've been there. Take it till you make it, folks. Act like you've been there. Give it to the official. Go back. Congratulate the, the big uglies who made it possible for you to get in the end zone. And uh, let's go back and let's kick the extra point. And let's get, let's keep playing. There's but, a sense you know, of humility, Jamie. There, there, there ain't no appreciation that you have to. And I think again, I saw, I saw last night the ratings were down uh, this weekend for the Thanksgiving games. Again, all the ratings are down ten to fifteen percent. Uh, nobody's mean, looking at, at what point you're like, hey, you know, uh, maybe we got to stop and consider what product we're putting. Roger Goodell, look I, for me. And I tell you guys, I don't watch – I'm not going to go into my viewing habits of NFL football, but what I'll tell you is I, do I believe the protests had a lot to do with it? Yes. I believe Roger Goodell is equally uh, partnered to this because, you know, you turn on, you see the ratings declining, and you see this idiot wanting a $6 million raise, a private plane, and insurance for life. Right. If that is not the height of entitlement – and so you got people going, you know what, I take my family to Cowboy games. 
Uh, we pay for parking. We pay for tickets. We pay for food and grossly overpriced concessions. And this guy is wanting that kind of money and that kind of raise? Nah, I don't think so. And I think a lot of people are just tired of it. I think they're fatigued with, uh, you know, then you see the, the excessive celebrations. You see the, the, the boorish behavior. And is that really what you want your kids to, to model, to role model somebody? Roger Goodell? I don't think so. And so I think they're, they're getting turned off a lot with it. Uh, which, here's my point. I wonder this. The fact that the NFL is declining somewhat, does that make the college jobs more attractive to potential NFL coaches? Well, I mean, we've already seen a former college and pro coach go back at Chip Kelly. Um, he's landed at UCLA. Um, that was the first domino to fall. Um, you're going to see, uh, you know, a lot of that, I think, you know, Terrell Austin, uh, Detroit Lions defensive coordinator, in strong consideration at Arizona State. Um, they're hiring someone. If I was Arizona State, that's who I'd hire. They're, they're hiring someone. If someone doesn't get a pro gig. Yeah, I think someone is, uh, you know, I, I think he's he's one of those that I would say I would be, I don't think you're really taking a chance on, but that's someone that I think I would feel comfortable running my program, at least at this point. You know, what's the uh, thing? I know you sent, you sent me the thing with Sean yesterday, this rumor mill of Jimbo Fisher to Texas A&M. If that does happen, the boosters that were so behind the Les Miles ouster should take Joe Oliva out and tar and feather him. Yeah, because that tells you right, plain and simple, that Jimbo Fisher didn't want to work for Joe Oliva. Uh, here's another angle for you, folks. You want to play connect the dots? Here's an angle. The AD at Texas A&M is Scott Woodward. Okay, Scott Woodward was at LSU as an assistant Correct. when Nick Saban was there. Correct. So there's a pipeline. Right. Nick Saban's agent is one, Jimmy Sexton, whose agent also happens to represent Nick Saban and, and Jimbo, Fisher. Jimbo Fisher. Right. And so I think Sexton actually represents uh, the Texas A&M athletic director as well. So there's a serious tie there. A&M, I think, has uh, tasted some, some success. You bring Jimbo in, you know, maybe. I think that stirs up people. That, that fires everybody up on that base. The, the recruiting is second to none. A&M's never been a really good program. Uh, they've always been a mediocre, kind of up and down. Sometimes they're better than others, but never a serious contender for a national championship. No, but I think you've got, you know, there's if you there's two two schools of thought on Jimbo Fisher right now. One is that he's a little disenchanted. Tell uh, me, stop me if you've heard this before, that there were some things promised to him from an athletic facility standpoint, some other things going that haven't actually uh, come to fruition yet. Um, also, uh, you know, he went through a nasty divorce. He does have a special needs child uh, that that m- might benefit from staying in the Tal- Tallahassee area, but I assume his ex-wife is still there, and it could be that Jimbo just wants to get away from all of that. I don't know, not necessarily his child, but get away from, sure, Fra- Florida State as a whole. Uh, that whole, you know, I think it, it's burning him. Uh, first, I, I didn't put much credence to it because I think Florida State's a good job. Florida State's an elite job. Yeah, and now you're hearing, of course, to your point, uh, now you're hearing Mike Leach mentioned everywhere right now. And uh, I think those are, right now, I think there's 14 openings. If Florida State and Washington State become open, there'll be 16. And John Gruden and uh, Mike Leach mentioned in all of them. Yeah, the, the ones that have been filled so far, you know, we went over this list, of course, is Chip Kelly at UCLA, Dan Mullen at Florida, Bo Baldwin at Oregon State. And, of course, Matt Luke was, was promoted. 
the names you want to hear. Uh, oh, by the way, Georgia Southern promoted Chad Lunsford. Uh, he's kind of gotten them uh, rectified after a disastrous season. Rice is open. Uh, now you've got uh, the names mentioned in connection. If they want to go offensive at Mississippi State, you hear the name of Joe Moorhead, who's the current Penn State offense coordinator. How would you like to be? You know what? You know what other? You know, Joe Moorhead has head coaching experience at Fordham. So that would be a pretty big jump. Uh, I don't think Manny Diaz is in the picture. He's come to Mississippi State twice and left after one year. You hear Jeremy Pruitt and Brent Venables, both defensive coordinators at Alabama and Clemson, and we know how good those programs are. So, you know, again, um, if you're Tennessee right now, you've reached out to your old your old faithful David Cutcliffe. Dude, you're getting the recording. You're getting the I'm sorry, I'm unavailable to take your call. Please leave the message at the beep. Jeremy, Jeremy Witten, the tiny from the Cowboys, said, I was just kidding about that. I'm not going to put an ad on Craigslist. Yeah. Uh, might do it. You know what they should do? Seriously. Tennessee should come up with, and I got into a trolling contest yesterday. Uh, I commented on a buddy of mine's Facebook post in Tennessee, and boy, I made him mad because uh, I told him the truth. Mm-hmm. And then one lady who called me a pompous jerk reluctantly said, yeah, but you're right. <laughs> About Tennessee? Me being a pompous jerk, and I'm right about Tennessee. But um, Tennessee should just take a fan poll. Vote for your favorite coach, Larry Monroe. Well, you know who that they're going to vote for. John Group. Of course. I want to date Jennifer Aniston, Jamie. Uh, it probably ain't. They, hey, I have a better chance of going out with Jennifer Aniston actually, than Tennessee does of John Green. Actually, I have dated Jennifer Aniston. She just hasn't been there. So keep going. Oh, dear God. Uh, Larry and Monroe, and you're welcome to reach out. 888 Watch the Valley Federal Credit Union. Uh, they should hire Gary Patterson. He's the answer. It's as easy as pie. He's going as far as he can at TCU. They always get left out of the playoff conversations, and Gary takes the plunge, makes the jump to the SEC. Tennessee, reach out now to Gary Patterson. A couple things on that, Larry. Number one, Gary just re-upped with a big new deal. Number two, TCU has a better job than Tennessee. Right now it is. Guys, who do I have to beat at TCU to get to the party? i got to beat Oklahoma. and Oklahoma State, maybe. i I got to beat Oklahoma. That, that's the big dog. TCU is the second biggest dog in that league. Baylor's Baylor is good. a smoldering heap of itself. TCU, recruiting-wise, school-wise, it's a better job than Tennessee. Well, Terry, and, and the people are not delusional at TCU. People, let's let's look at because you've been involved as a coach, and you know you've been on the both ends of the spectrum. If you have an opportunity as a coach, obviously, if you get a place like Mullen, gets a place chance to go to Florida. That's kind of a no-brainer. Okay, and and if your wife is on board with it, and I think she signs off on these sort of things, imagine that. But if you want job, do, coaches are no different than any other, anybody else. They're looking for job security. Now you're looking. Everybody goes, well, Matt Campbell, the new hot thing, right at Iowa State. He finished seven and five. You know what? He just got a six year extension for twenty two point five million. I'm going. I'm in Des Moines, baby. I'm happy in Des Moines, Iowa. He just got security. All these these guys, even and Jimbo did it last year with LSU. Uh, you want, I mean, the main thing you want is security. Mullen stayed at state because he knew he could go four and eight one year and not get fired. They could go three and nine and not get fired. At, let's look know. at the lunacy of this before we hit this break. Uh, in the last two years, 
LSU fired the winningest coach in its history that won a national championship, played for another. Guy won 70% of the games. Florida just fired a guy that's been, has won the SEC East two out of three years. Mm-hmm. Okay, who's been in the championship game of the Southeastern Conference two out of three years. Uh, Tennessee just fired a guy that's been probably their best recruiting guy in history. Had top 20 recruiting classes. Texas A&M just fired the winningest coach in school history. Who had a 65% winning uh, percentage? Also, by the way, he was in the SEC West. Right. Arkansas just fired a guy that was a disappointment. Who came in with huge accolades from Wisconsin? Had won big there. Arkansas just moved him. Ole Miss had they not ran into the NCAA issue and uh, you know call girls at Domino's Pizza joints. They were on track to be a player, oh no doubt, in the SEC in the West, and it beat Alabama two years in a row prior to uh, to last year. So that's what the SEC has done. You got uh, Mullen, who had been steady. Mullen's an F one fifty. Mullen, Mullen's an F one fifty pickup truck, dude. It gets you there. It's solid. Uh, I would suggest he's a lot like Gary Patterson. And stable sounds really good. Florida is one of the elite jobs in America. He develops quarterbacks. Too. Florida is an elite job in America. He's going to recruit really good ones and develop the ones he has. So, uh, lots to be said for that. Bunch of checks. You're welcome to join in. Triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two, which is the Washington Valley Federal Credit Union hotline and text line. Uh, this segment brought to you by our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Simply the best pet care you're going to get. You'll see him on US one sixty five North in Monroe. 318-345-4545. Dr. David Weber, veterinarian extraordinaire. The Edge returns after these vitally, critically important messages. Back in a You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox rolling here on a Tuesday. Lots of stuff to get to. I, I do want to throw a little uh, segment brought to you by our friend, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specializes in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need. Bobby's there for you. 318-324-1411. I want to talk hockey for just a minute. That's okay. right. Don't adjust your radio dial. Hockey in the political climate. Uh, the Anaheim, you know, you wonder about some of the media people sometimes. Like, I called Clay Travis into question yesterday. Yeah, he I, the guy's a brilliant guy in a lot of ways. He did not stay he's playing. Also, a nut uh, in other things. And Clay Travis is good at one thing: promoting Clay Travis. And so, kind of started this uh, incendiary uh, bonfire on Greg Schiano at Tennessee. And so, you wonder about the marketing. Uh, of said teams. Uh, the hockey for years has been lauded as probably the most ingenious marketing uh, tool. If you run into a National Hockey League game or even a minor league game, they do very, very well. You're making me nervous counting your money over there. Uh, that's because it disappears so quickly. Uh, and I, uh, I'm i trying to see how much I've got to send to my good friends in Tennessee to uh, to Laura Gruden. But okay, wait, wait, here we go. With your hockey. My, my hockey story. Yeah. Ryan Kessler, and I don't expect anybody outside my buddy Tom Snell and two other people to know who this guy is. Plays for the uh, Anaheim Mighty Ducks. You know, you got to the movie, right? That's also known as Anaheim, California. Oh, yeah, La La Land, Los Angeles. Where there's a, it's so cold all year, they have to have a hockey rink. So the Anaheim Ducks come up with a promotional video 
and it was team insensitive. And, and I'm actually going to say, who in their right mind signed up on this video? Let me explain it to you. And the Anaheim Ducks show a picture of Ryan Kessler, who apparently is their best player. I couldn't pick him out of the police lineup. They show him walking through the Anaheim Ducks offices uh, on natural. Ah, okay. They have the big, you know, the, the proverbial big black box that's blacking out sensitive areas. Certainly. And so there's a couple guys in there. There's a couple girls, secretaries, that looks like, that are sitting there. And he walks through there, and the video, he strolls past two women who are working at their desk, and he walks past a male guy, and the guy goes, dude, what are you doing? You got no clothes on, says the male co-worker. It's the NFL's 100th birthday. I'm celebrating in my birthday suit. Who signs off uh, with all the sexual NHL? harassment? Yes. NHL. Who, I mean, with all the sexual harassment and crazy things going on in the world today, what idiot thought this is a good idea? I mean, seriously? I, I think that's rude. I think what idiot thought this was a good that's idea? exactly why it was done. Oh, my God. everything is hypersensitive towards sexual harassment right that now. That was sexual harassment. Well, I mean. By definition. No, Gary, it was not because they covered up, as you said, the sensitive areas. They covered it up on camera, Jamie. That's the poor girls having to sit there, and the poor dudes, for that matter, and sit there and watch uh, – Mr. What's-His-Name well, walked you know, past him. You know what? And I bet the girls were, and the guys were. I don't know what de- they were. Depending on, depending on their proclivity, I bet they were insulted until they handed them the check oh my for God. for having to endure that. How about our boy from uh, from the Milwaukee Bucks, the Greek freak, Giannis? I'm not even going to try to pronounce his second name. Not, not sober, you won't. Uh, yeah. Anyway, they caught him on camera telling an assistant coach, I will expletive delete and kill you during a timeout. Yeah, and, you know. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Have you seen what Popovich has been saying? No, okay, so wait a minute. So you're in a timeout, and you're as an assistant coach in the NBA or any level. You're trying to provide insightful commentary to your players. Like, hey, make sure you block out number 22 over there, or we're going to set the phase screen for this guy. Make sure you, you switch. However you do it. What would enable, or what would prompt a player to look at the assistant coach and go, I'm going to explicitly kill you. I mean, just think about that. Well, we have players cold-cocking assistant coaches on the sideline of Tennessee State. I said cover this. I said it was cover two. Bam. We have Popovich and all the NBA calling each other much worse than kiss my back cries. Some of these Calling the refs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's it's it. I mean, what happened to civility? It's gone. I'm gonna kill you. I'm going to get. This is the players. I'm gonna kill you, coach. I am going to kill you. Uh, now I know people have thought about of me, and I've thought of that of them. I've thought about killing players before. Somebody, Not practically, but somebody told me something one time that made a lot of sense. And we, you know, in, if you worked in corporate America as long as I did. I hate to admit this, but sometimes thoughts like that do occasionally cross your mind. I know this will be a shock to everybody out there that that, that uh, is so happy with their job right now and their boss. But then you have to think of it this way. They have families, and as one of said, they're not, waste, they're not worth wasting a good bullet. Uh, we do need to get civility back in the workplace, in sports, and I think that's where – a lot of it starts as in sports because right now 
from everything, I mean, it, there really are some things going on. And, and we are, believe me, folks, if, if anybody knows me and Terry, we are not prudes by any stretch. I am. No stretch of the imagination, nor John Tabor. Uh, he's probably the best of all of us. But John likes to have a good time like the rest of us. And he's not, he's willing to laugh at himself and others. But this thing has gone, I, you know, civility in the workplace and everywhere, it just seems like it's out of control. You're hearing about all the sexual harassment, and all of a sudden everybody's feeling, quote-unquote, empowered. Well, yeah, but, I mean, all of a sudden, you know, I hate to say it, Terry, but I still go back to the, it seems like the dollar is driving all of this. It's, you know, the dollar's either coming or going. Because in the NFL, they're going in other places. They're coming into law offices or something. But we've lost a lot of civility in this country. And I'm not just, you know, you can point, well, it's the president or you can do that. No, it, it, this stuff has started a while back. And I don't know. You know, I don't go to movies, as you well know. You I don't, know. I don't go. Not, That's why I can't throw movie, movie quotes out there no, to you. I'll do it. But, I mean, I will go. Obviously, if I have a young lady or older lady or any lady – interested in going to a movie, I might break down and do it, Terry. Yeah, the last you know, movie Jamie saw was, uh, what, Gone with the Wind? Uh, Mighty Anaheim. Like, Mighty, your, like, your, 30, like your $300, Gone with the Wind? Yeah, well, that was a classic, by the way. Hey, I want to I segue into this. And, and you, you had a point a minute ago about um, security. Mm-hmm. Steve chimes in. Uh, that's why there's no security in coaching, especially in the SEC, and maybe why the quality of coaching has declined. I'm going to throw this one out to you. That's a good point. I think the quality of coaching in the SEC is probably as bad as it has ever been. And, and let me explain why. Um, you got a couple incompletes out there. But if you look at Florida, you lost Urban Meyer, you replaced him with uh, uh, Will Muschamp. Yeah, Will Muschamp. You replaced him with McElwain. You replaced him with F-150 Dan Mullen. I think that's the best hire they've had since Urban Meyer. Is it a tremendously sexy hire? No, it's a solid hire, and you figure Florida will be a one or two every year. Right? Uh, Georgia. Kirby Smart's got them at 11-1. and one. How good they really are, nobody knows. They got the doors blown off of them by Auburn. I mean, if you're the number one team in the country and you can beat 30-something, I really have a hard time. It's like Ohio State being beaten by Iowa, as bad as they were. Alabama 26-14, okay. Fair enough, they got beat. They weren't, they weren't destroyed. Georgia has been destroyed. Ohio State has been destroyed. Miami has been beaten. How bad was the Pitt score? 17-7, mm, something like that. Yeah, so they weren't. It, it, was, it was respectable. Maybe it was 24-14. Okay, it was respectable. It was. It's what I'm it saying. And so I think the coaching hires in the SEC – um, are, are not as good. I mean, you lost Bobby Petrino. You've lost Mark Rick. You've lost Les Miles. You've lost, you know, Chiswick won a national championship. Uh, Gus Malzahn, uh, you know, that's uh, probably maybe an upgrade. I don't know. It depends on what you want to say. But you've lost some really, really, really good coaches. You've lost uh, uh, James Franklin. Mm-hmm. You've lost Urban Meyer. You've lost some big-time people. And so there are some issues there. I'm not sure you've replaced them with higher-quality guys. And that is the one knock the national people have on the SEC. You take out Nick Saban, Dan Mullen is probably clearly the second-best coach in the Southeastern Conference. Hey, good news for LSU people with all the job openings, though, Jamie, as we go to break. 
good news, LSU fan. Nobody's trying to steal Coach O from you. No, and I don't know. Merry Christmas, Tiger. You know, depending on how bad they want to be head coaches or if anybody's ready, I don't know if Matt Canada or Aranda both leave, but there's a 50 50 on both hey, of those. Nobody's trying to steal a Coach O from you. But, well, we're, this tells us where we stand, and I'm sure we're, we're heading to break here shortly, but look at two, two uh, programs in somewhat of our backyard LSU and Ole Miss. Where, how are they on the pecking order right now where they've both promoted interim coaches? Now, granted, Orgeron had head coaching experience at USC on an interim basis and Ole Miss on a permanent basis. He's still trying to outrun the Ole Miss situation. Luke, basically, let's be honest, I think even they will admit he's there because Ole Miss is fixed to be hammered. He is a diehard Ole Miss. He potty toddy till the day he dies. They could pay him. $50,000 a year, and he takes yeah, that he, job. He might be taking more honey ties in the next couple years come around. Yeah, but, I mean, that's that's all you could do at Ole Miss, which I think is a pretty good program. Um, it's it's Baylor, right? Chad, Chad, you know, it's it's, showing himself. And then you got, you know, Chad Lunsford. I know there's Georgia Southern. Now people have well, Georgia. Georgia Southern's been a, a really good program. Ert Russell built it up for a long time. They promoted their interim after winning just two games. So, you know, be careful what you ask for, I guess is my point. You might just get it. We come back, we're going to talk a little college football playoff. I want to tell you about a college basketball team that ended up with three players last week in the lunacy. They almost won the game, by the way. How'd you like to be coaching the other team? The team has three players beat you. You know, this is Sports Talk 97.7. This segment sponsored by our friends at Powers Gourmet Pizza by Design. Go see them on Tower Drive in Monroe next to Nukes. The Edge rolls on after these critically, vitally important messages. Back up. The Edge with Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. And welcome back to Sports Talk 977. You go to 977.com. Sports Talk 977.com. Go to the App Store. Download the Red Peach Sports Media, or excuse me, Red Peach Sports app. Listen to us anywhere in the free world. And sometimes places are not so free. But anyway, it's free for you to listen. Encourage you to do that. If you want to text us, 888-993-7762, which is the Washington Valley Federal Credit Union text line. This segment brought to you by our friends at Spawn Avail. Pamper the special people in your life. If you've got an Ole Miss fan or a Tennessee fan, buy them two gift certificates. God knows they're going to need them. 807-1060. Spawn Avail, Lammy Lane in Monroe. Absolutely Christmas gift for the Tennessee fan in your life to Spahnavel. I mean, how can you? We got to get a liquor store sponsorship too, because go to Spahnavel, then go to your favorite liquor store. Yes, because this Tennessee debacle, this could be the worst. But Jamie, understand this: this is set a precedent. Yeah, you know, back when what, what was it, George O'Leary that lied on his resume uh, back? Uh, what was he at? Going to Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. Remember that back in the early two thousands, he lied to that I was a player and I did this. And they, they come to find out he hadn't done any of those no, that things. Was Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Anyway, they, they bumped him. And, okay, I get that. There's a new precedent that has been set. The social media outrage part of it. Mm-hmm. You're Tennessee. And what if I told you that, okay, it, would, would everybody agree Ohio State with Urban Meyer is one of the elite programs in America? Top three. 
Kentucky. Okay. Uh, not the best. Uh, yeah, I mean, cer- certainly a top five program. I think by anybody's standards. And is Tennessee a top five program by anybody's standards, including the president of Tennessee? No, it's not. It's not 1965. And so if I told you, hey, Tennessee is thinking about hiring the offensive or defensive coordinator at the Ohio State University, you'd be like, oh, okay, that's, you know, that must be a really good person to be at the Ohio State University as a defensive or offensive coordinator. They must know what they're doing. Tennessee fan thinks they're too good to hire the guy that's the coordinator at Ohio State. Our program is better than that. No, no, you're really not. Our morals are virtue. Uh, so then they go on the rant, uh, and, and Shiano. And see, Urban Meyer is fired back on this because this spins on Urban Meyer. So it's Belichick. And so they're like, wait a minute. I have a guy on my staff, and Urban Meyer called him an elite father, an elite husband, an elite coach, an elite person. He goes, I don't have all the other information. But you don't think Ohio State vetted all this stuff? And then we're going we're gonna to have Clay Travis and the Internet trolls from Tennessee that did not want him because they, they still think John Gruden is coming down the chimney. And all of a sudden, now what you've done in that job is all these other coaches, the A-list coaches that were like, you know, Tennessee is sort of a sleeping giant, kind of where Alabama was when Saban got there. I think you can make a comparison there. Used to have, it has a rich history. It sucked for a while. Uh, you don't quite have the resources in terms of talent in the area to get it going again, but proximal, proximal. Tennessee is Arkansas to me, very similar. And so now the A-list coaches are going, wait, these idiots that just ran off Shiano – who, by the way, he's not a winner. He made Rutgers competitive. He was a head NFL coach. Urban Meyer hired him to run the defense at Ohio State. He's had overtures from other programs in the two years, he's been, two or three years he's been in. Uh, I mean, I know, I know the, the the roofer guy at Tennessee that you know he's the head coach at Manny's Meat Packing, and the eight-year-olds probably has a little bit better resume. But really, Tennessee guy? Well, you don't. They, well, he, we're morally really. I, I don't. And so my point being is this, Jamie. I think you have limited your choices at Tennessee now because what A-list coach in his right mind is going to go into the teeth of that job, knowing that they've already ran off a guy that's really credentialed to do because they didn't like him, and so now is Les Miles the answer there now? Uh, maybe, maybe like because Les Miles they'll like Les Miles. Is he the guy that they want? Is he the sexy hire? No, it's not. Anybody not named John Gruden. If they, they reached out to David Cutcliffe, who's the coach at Duke. Jamie, the Duke football coach told Tennessee, ah, nah, thanks, I'm good. And who spent 16 years at Tennessee. Jamie, the Duke football coach said, ah, nah, I'm good, I won't say at Duke. Well, and he was also the coach at Ole Miss. David Cutcliffe is a hell of a coach. and But he sees a dumpster fire when he knows it. Uh, to your point about social media and, and how things I'm, believe it or not, I happened to catch a little bit of uh, WWE Raw. It was happened to be in Knoxville last night. You know what the crowd is, is chanting? Fire John Curry. Yeah. Fire John Curry, who happens to be the unfortunate position right now of being the AD at... And it blew up in his face. Who probably wishes he was back at Kansas State. Jamie, here's what you do to AD. And this is this is what's typical. Oh, there's uh, there's somebody calling about the Tennessee job right there. Yeah, sorry, not going. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, they they're asking the milkman that, that has the route there by Forsyth. Anyway, what what people a lot of times will do, and they're going to be careful on this now, just like LSU imploded when they had the search for the football. Tennessee, like, hold my beer, watch this one. 
a lot of times people will float names out there just to get a gauged reaction from their boosters and fans before it's done, but we're just testing on it. With a coordinated vitriolic response by Tennessee social media types, I think ADs now are going to revisit that process uh, of doing that. Our, our schools are going to revisit that process. Um, this guy made Rutgers respectable. The people, you know, look, people are ridiculous. They really are. He's uh, he's 62 and 63 over the last decade, so he had one game below 500. Um, the politicians piled on because they they're the best at seeing which way the wind's blowing, and then they jump on the ship. They ain't going to jump on the ship yet. They're going to jump on it. Uh, so, really, we go back to the Penn State deal. And, you know, Urban Meyer is, is justifiably outraged. Really? You're talking about one of my coaches like that? No. And so, Tennessee, you're going to get a, a serious retread like a Les Miles, or you're going to get uh, a Matt Canada. Somebody. There's not an A-list guy that's going to take the job. Uh, Scott Frost ain't taking this job. In fact, Lane Kiffin, Jamie, is not taking this job. Well, in fact, the other day, that was, it was addressed yesterday a little bit. This is So what does Tennessee have to do? Now they have to get, uh, uh, you know, go. But let's go back in time. Let's bring uh, T. Martin back, who's all, USC offensive coordinator. Let's bring – let's let Cutcliffe be the coach and let T. Martin be the OC, be the coach in waiting. I mean, that's how bad it's got. they got to have somebody that says yes because they are losing recruits. And Bush is just smiling somewhere. Yeah, he is. And, and I mean, I don't know if, you know, it, the situation with Jones and McElwain, uh, McElwain at Florida, Jones at Tennessee had gotten unpalpable. I understand that. But you know what's crazy, Terry, is that these these ADs don't seem to have – see, I think Scott Strickland at Florida had a, a – I mean, Tennessee thought they were going to get – they were going to get in a, a, a bidding war with uh, – imagine this, a bidding war with Florida – for Mullen. There's Mullen. no delusion like self-delusion. Yeah. So now you've got no AD at Arkansas. You've got no AD uh, at Auburn. You've got a AD on on coals at Tennessee, on hot coals. He's done. It's just it's a question of when they do it. Yeah, I mean, the fans are, are out of control up there. And If you let the fans make decisions, you'll end up sitting with them. See, I think you put Greg Schiano up there with you know, you can say, cause, and I think you make, you can tie this back to here with Orgeron. Did he, again, the book is not near written yet, but is Ed Orgeron a better coach than he was at Ole Miss and USC? Yeah, because he's older. Hopefully he's learned from his mistakes. He knows he's got to surround himself with good people. Okay, right, right, wrong, and different. Ed Orgeron is, you know, a better coach than he was 10 years ago. Greg Schiano. As you indicated, he's he's already looked upon as one of the best recruiters in college football. He's not good enough for Tennessee fans. Look at Greg Schiano and James Franklin. What did they do? What's the common denominator in both of those? They took massively bad programs, Franklin at Vanderbilt, Schiano at Rutgers, and made them not only competitive, but feared. And everybody says, well, Rutgers. Well, it, Rutgers was in worse shape than Vanderbilt. Yes, and Franklin parlayed that into the Penn State job. He's a Pennsylvania native. That made a lot of sense. Shiano is a New Jersey guy, or you know, he would be he would be great. I mean, I can see you know at, at some point 
And, you know, all this was hearsay. And then they start use, going back 20 years and bring the Penn State thing up, which I'm sure made the Penn State people ecstatic to have that sore brought up again. Um, you get a chance to get – look what Florida did when the when Chip Kelly fell out of the running and Frost didn't return – you know, said he wasn't interested. And I'm sure they talked to both – through their representatives talked to both of those. He always had Dan Mullen on speed dial. Tennessee was really pushing Dan Mullen. And Tennessee wanted Dan Mullen. But you know what Tennessee didn't do? They didn't pull the trigger ahead of time. Now, Dan Mullen. The prettier girl called, it was Florida. Was Dan Sorry, Vol fan. Yeah, I think the key, the thing you've got to like about Mullen is he stayed someplace for nine years in a place that had never, that, you know, stayed as, as, you know, is a good but not outstanding program, you know, year in, year out. They're on a kind of one of these things where they can cycle every four or five years and be really good. Arguably, is it the worst job in the SEC West? Uh, let's go by process of elimination. Right, right now, it's old news. No, no. Yeah, but, but let's, let's go process of elimination. It's not Alabama. It's not LSU. It's not Auburn. But Dan Mullen proved you can win at Mississippi State. He was competitive at Mississippi State, Jamie. But that's what – and I, I still say Shiano had, of all these people we've been talking about, Greg Schiano took over the worst possible program possibly in college football. Yes. At the FBS and you've seen what I mean. Chris Ash is trying to rebuild that thing. So uh, We come back. Uh, there's a couple co- coaches that they've quoted here. I've got a, uh, a Knoxville News article out here. A couple coaches on the uh, request of an- being anonymous. I was going to try to say a long word, but I couldn't do it. Uh, being anonymous had a voiced a couple of opinions about what went on with Tennessee. I think it's very interesting, and you can tell it's real coaches that they said this because of the insight into it. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Jerry Walter, Jamie Foxx, Dr. Tabor running the controls, the edge. This segment brought to you by G.B. Cooley, reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, Louisiana Special Olympics. The edge back for mementos. Sports Talk 97.7. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, I've got a, an announcement to make. Uh, we've had an update on the Tennessee job. Uh, Tennessee has offered it to John Tabor. So we're going to get somebody to work the board because Tabor is flirting with accepting the option at Tennessee to be the uh, new head football Tennessee, take out an ad on Craigslist, for God's sake. I see Tabor more than at Mississippi State. Tabor in Stark Vegas? Damn right. He would light it up there. Okay, so here's some of the – and this is the Knoxville News that did a story the other day. And, you know, that's going to be just uh, – the, 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 the Rome is burning for them right now. This is just – it writes itself. So the, the newspaper reporter talked to a couple coaches that are anonymous. And so they're talking about the Tennessee situation. Uh, here's a couple quotes from uh, head football coaches and administrators throughout the country. Okay. Uh, Again, this is about the Tennessee yeah. situation. Scary and shameful. Another said it makes me sick. Another guy goes, look, if you do your job and you know you're right, stand by it. Uh, it goes, everybody's got a voice these days, and athletic directors and presidents are being swayed by those outer voices. Another guy goes, Sunday was a clown show. Uh, it makes me sick. Unfans, here's the best one. Unhinged fandom masked as righteous indignation. 
Mm. And there's a couple of people taking me to task. Uh, they point out that, uh, you know, Shiano was 67 and 68. I think that's what it was. Rutgers, 11 and 21 in the NFL. Fair enough. Look, I didn't say he set it on fire. I didn't say he saved it on the second coming of Urban Meyer. But the fact that he made Rutgers competitive. Take a look at James Franklin's record at uh, Vanderbilt. Yeah. Take a look at Dan Mullen's record at, at Mississippi State. I mean, there's nobody going 80 and 6. But it's where it's what you've got to work with. It's, I will put this on the par. I mean, if, if Matt Viator can make ULM 8-4 and four next year, I'm extending it. I mean, I don't know if they've got much to, to work with, but, I mean, you're talking about taking programs that have so little resources. They've like had the one record. winning record in the last, what, 30 years? Something like that. I, and I'm not being critical because I'm, I'm a graduate there. Yeah. I'm just saying, to my knowledge, when they had Colson Browning and went to the, uh, to the Independence Bowl in Shreveport, to my knowledge, that's the only winning record they've had in, like, a long time. And then time. Todd Berry brought them that, and then they got rid of him. Uh, and seven years, I think, is the max. But if you can be competitive at a place like Rutgers, which probably, like, that's almost like taking Tulane and making them really good like Willie Fritz is trying to do. I mean, you don't get those kind of guys very often that are willing to. No, because they're going somewhere that. else. No, Jamie, no. nobody, look. There are programs, and I, I'm not going to call names out in the state of Louisiana or anywhere else, and we'll talk football, basketball. There are programs that are designed to be successful. Mm-hmm. There, they are. There are other programs that field teams. Now, on occasion, on the field team part of it, you will get some coaches or a combination of players. You'll get some luck. You'll get some skill, what have you. And for a short period of time, they can be good. You can take other programs that are designed to win historically. You put a really good coach in there and, and a staff that knows what they're doing. Dude, they win pretty big. You put a complete and utter moron in there, they're not going to win as much. And, and sometimes they're just they're, they're disasters, but they, they don't last very long. And so every program in the country, they're either designed to win or they're not. And then you have to start looking around going, okay, is Rutgers designed to win? No! No, it's not designed to win. The fact that the guy can go 500 there, great. I mean, whoever gets a Mississippi State job, it's not like the Mississippi State people are going, you know what, we expect to be in the college football playoff next year. I dare say that's why Dan Mullins uh, stayed as long as he did, because he realized what we talked about earlier in the show, security. You can Mississippi State is willing to forgive. I mean, hell, Rice did it for David Bailey for 11 years. He had a couple of successful years there. Uh, you know, that's the kind of guys, to me, I want somebody with a proven track record. Now, the name being banded about at Tennessee is Mike Gundy. And Mike Gundy has a very public split with T. Uh, Boone Pickens. But if the split was that bad, Mike Gundy wouldn't be there. You know, because T. Boone Pickens, his name is on the stadium and half the buildings there in Stillwater. So if the split was that bad, he wouldn't have a job. If T. Boone Pickens wants to keep Mike Gundy, all he has to do is open up the checkbook. When T. Boone Again. Pickens selected, Again. his buddy was the golf coach, and so T. Boone Pickens, they made the guy, the athletic director, with zero administrative experience. Hey, you're now the AD. Why? Because Mr. Pickens said so. Okay. <laughs> any, any other questions? No, that pretty much covers it. Uh you know, does Mike Gundy get out of there? Is that a better job? Does Tennessee fan get fired? Well, he's got the mullet, so that's a start. Is Gundy a better fit in Arkansas? I mean, I don't know. All these fan bases, and they're going to take a cue from Tennessee, Jamie. 
They're absolutely going to take a cue from Tennessee. If they perceive somebody they don't like, they are going to blow it up. And if you're an athletic director and a president and a politician, you better take note. The, the game has changed through Clay Travis and what Tennessee fans did. The game has changed. Without question. And now you've got to look at some things that you brought up yesterday about Mike Leach. Absolutely a fit at Texas A&M because he he's a fit everywhere. He wants to put he wants to put uh, he wants to gig Texas Tech. He knows. I mean, he's suing them. Right He'd now. love to play against uh, uh, you know Alabama and LSU and all of those guys. Here's the other one. You know, in Arkansas, I talked to a friend of mine last night, and they're you know worried about Arkansas. You've got to win the Twitter. You know, it used to be you have to win the press conference. Mm-hmm. Now you better win the Twitter war. Wow. No, you better win the Twitter war because. Let's say if Arkansas comes up with a, a name that nobody really gets fired up because the people write the check, they're the ones that have to be motivated. The recruits, you have to be motivated. And so you got to have a, a guy that's, again, you know, we're talking about Tennessee. Tennessee, you want Mick Jagger and the Rolling Stones? Dude, you got a budget for 38 Special. The 38 Special is one of my favorite bands, but they've never been confused with the Rolling Stones. Correct. You know, they're not the Beatles. Beatles guys over in Tuscaloosa. He ain't going anywhere. But you can be the Stones and be really good, but don't, Tennessee, the Stones ain't coming there. You're going to get 38 special, and now you're probably not going to get it that. You're going to get Molly Hatch. Well, yeah. Without Molly. You know, the, the two things that are that are interesting about the, both the Florida State situation with Jimbo and Oklahoma State with Gundy, you have an acrimonious relationship with the administration. You have a somewhat acrimonious relationship in Oklahoma State with the, the biggest yes. donor. Uh, are, that is your alma mater, but have you had enough? Are you willing to take a chance at a place like Tennessee where you don't know if the guy that's hiring you is going to be your boss in a year from now? No, the, the deal with the Tennessee, I promise you this, or, or the deal with any of these athletic directors, if Tennessee gets an A-list coach, if they get an A-list coach. And I would put Gundy in that category. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, close. He's, he's a he's a B coach. Anyway, he's not. I mean, you talk about A list coach. I'm talking Urban Meyer, Saban. Well, no, those well, cats. Okay, that's the A list people. Right. Uh, I will tell you this. I think Tennessee to get an A list coach now, they're going to have to make some kind of package together where the A list coach is also the AD. He's got to have that power. Now I'm my own boss, and you hire a guy that does the AD work, so they don't have to do that. There's two names out there that are big names right now. Uh, one is Leach, the other is Kiffin. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't be surprised at Florida State if Jimbo bails on that one. And again, you think about what Jimbo did with Jameis Winston. He burned a lot of political capital on Jameis Winston. He did. A lot of political. And at some point, you're in a place so long, Jamie, that, and I've had this conversation with a couple of my, my buddies here in the past couple of weeks. Sometimes you're in a place so long, even with the success you have. You've done about all you can do. We had one of our texters a little while ago talk about Gary Patterson. Has he done all he can do at TCU? Maybe. I, I don't know. But the guy that's re-upped for a contract, it's a comfortable situation for him. They're good. They're the second-best team in the Big 12. Well, it's not even they're the, by Clearly, they're the second-best team in the Big 12. Number one, you get to live in Fort Worth. Number two is you got a gorgeous home overlooking the stadium and the campus. And it's, you've got – security you play oklahoma that's it you've got a recruiting base like none other you play texas who you've absolutely owned like a rented mule for the past decade you've surpassed the best program in the state financially in texas as you indicated why would you leave that 
everybody looks for the, the bigger, better deal. Everybody always does. That is the, the nomadic life of coaches, and that's the way we all think. And I say we, I'm in that group. You're always looking, you know, what would make Nick Saban even happier? 